0: Gents, boys, and girls, it's time that again for a little uh, watchers of the plus. Sam, how are you doing?
1: Pretty good. I've been doing a lot of watching this week, so I'm I'm all cheered up for today.
0: There's there's there is a lot of watching and a lot of news that's popped out. And I figure, as you know, look, we're ever evolving in this. I mean, look, this is episode two at this point. If you if you stuck with us this, this long, then stick with us a little bit longer help us evolve this thing out. But we got, there's some news on the table. Um, Hulu plus one of my favorites, uh, probably the one I spend the most money on and, you know, just trying not to get commercials, but they still slide commercials in, um, solar opposites, Hulu exclusive. For those of you who, you know, know about Rick and Morty solar Opposites season two came out. Of course I binged it. Um, It is a, take Rick and Morty, um, turn some of the knobs. You have a lot of the same voices. And boy, is this thing dirty. Like, you think Rick and Morty, like, with their censoring, it is F's and Jeff's and a lot of crazy situations that uh, the kids should not be watching, in my opinion.
1: Ooh, now see, I haven't seen Solar Opposites. I tried to get through the first episode and I just don't think I was feeling it. It wasn't that I didn't like it, but I love Rick and Morty, so I knew I was always going to circle back. And I thought it might be a little more mundane version of it. Mm -hmm. So hearing that it's a dirtier version, like I can't get enough of adult cartoons. Those are the ones that I go to bat for. Uh, when people say, I don't watch cartoons, I'm always like, come on, man. Like you're not, you're not watching what I'm watching. You're right. Not, you're, not, you're not watching the latest South Park episodes. You're not watching Archer. You're not, you're not watching some of these really great ones where it's probably more adult than any show could be. If it was live action, like they can. Oh,
0: hundred percent. And yeah. look, I, it, like this kind of goes in that realm of um, doom patrol, a doom patrol is a lot of cursing and it almost feels like fifth grade cursing. And when I say that, I mean like, remember when you were a kid and you kind of, you, you you were kind of just trying to be cool and you were throwing down F bombs, like it was going out of style, like every other word or every fourth word was F. That's kind of how I feel about doom patrol in some regards, but, um, solar opposites, a you know, and I'm going to say it's a little bit more cerebral, but, you know, I I, often, I have to be careful about saying that because people like, you know, you get the Rick and Morty heads like to think that I'm watching the show and I'm like at a at a different intelligence level just for watching it. Just don't go there. But I think if you like South Park, if you like some of the more adult cartoons, believe me, I, I think watch a few more episodes. And I if it doesn't if it doesn't get you, I'd be very surprised.
1: No, I I know it's one that I would like. I think it's one of those being quarantined with your girlfriend who doesn't like cartoons. You kind of have, you got to pick and choose your battles and I haven't battled onto solar opalates yeah yeah so gotcha. but i think that i think that's neck coming up next because we're almost out of uh, top chef on hulu okay are we, just well, gonna, are we just gonna call everything plus now i'll call hulu plus now i like i like i like that we'll just do that yeah i mean look, <laughs> is, i mean look Netflix I, plus, I, Disney like, plus. I, li- I
0: literally pay for hulu plus so it, there we go
1: hbo max plus i think that, that's well okay
0: <laughs> now here here we go now if you thought that you were paying and you were getting a, this, this constant barrage of streaming content. Now comes a whole new level. You know, you've, we've seen it since the pandemic, which is these, you know, movies that are releasing simultaneously in a theater that really doesn't exist. So we're paying a premium price. Look, if I took all my entire family, I'm paying $150 straight up. And that might be with a few condiments. A few. And now we got Black Widow coming, and apparently that's going to be on premium
1: it's It's funny because I feel like there's a real push and pull with this mm-hmm, is that mm-hmm. um you know we're in slightly different stages. You're on Daddington Island as the the guys at the watch like to call it yes, um you know so yeah that that trip for four of the movies gets pricey these days. I mean it used to be a cheap thing for when I was a kid to go do, and nowadays, especially with the the uh the concessions and everything i mean who doesn't want to have some popcorn and a soda or something
0: well, know, it's but... it's part of the experience right yeah. i mean that's what i'm paying for i understand yeah. that
1: and that's not as that's if you're not going to one of the fancy theaters that has little mini pizzas and soda and ice cream and all that kind of stuff Yeah, a little know? crab
0: so... bisque
1: <laughs> <laughs> you never can tell yeah. I mean, so I, I'm pretty traditional. I like the popcorn. I like the soda. If I'm splurging, maybe a, uh, maybe a candy, maybe a hot dog, something like that. But you know, it's, you know, you start getting crazy at the concession stand, it can add up to where that $30 and watching it at home makes it seem very feasible. And I, I wonder just how, I, I feel like they're there. I know why they're scared is because once you plug that thing into the internet, you know, you're losing a certain amount of dollars. Like it's, you know, People know how to how to uh, torrent things now, you know. Even if it's on Disney Disney, or, you know Disney Plus, and they put as many firewalls up as they can, somebody's going to screenshot that thing and put it on the internet. And so I just wonder what the what the right move is. I mean, I, I'm I'm very happy that they're finally releasing Black Widow. I mean it's it's about time. It's, yeah, you know?
0: it's overdue. Come on, let's yeah. get real.
1: But and I feel like maybe they're right that July is feels like about the sweet spot to where people will be comfortable at least going back to the movie theaters a little bit. And then for the people that aren't, they can take that 30 bucks off of to buy the premium and access. But, you know, for someone like me, I'm heck. It's July 9th, July 7th, is my birthday. I'm renting out a theater. I'm seeing it in the theater for sure with a bunch of friends. And that's going to be my little birthday party to myself.
0: And yeah. I I, I, during the pandemic, the only movies that i rented like that were from amazon prime and it was like the king of staten island mm-hmm. um i i swear that there was another i wanted to do tenant like that and i don't think that was available to do quite like that um and in fact i had watched tenant and i think i basically saw one that fell off the apple truck
1: Oh really. I I yeah. uh, I tried to convince we did we did a movie night when everything kind of opened back up, you know, 6 months ago or so. And I tried to convince everyone to go see Tenet. It was either $99 for an old movie or $149 for a new one. And I'm like, guys, Tenet, you know, guy that made the Batman movies. Yeah, like, yeah. And and people weren't really that psyched about it and then the tra- you know the the reviews started coming in and weren't very good about it. and I was like, oof, I don't really want to uh put my put all my eggs in this basket. So we end up seeing back to the future. So. <laughs>
0: well, see, and that's the value proposition. It's like, do I, do I put my money out for something new that I, I've never seen? And believe me, like that almost like that. I, I said yes to that in my head. When you, as soon as you said back to the future, it's like, wow, to see that on the big screen again, that would be great.
1: Oh, I had a, I had a blast. It was fun because there was about fifteen of us or so. You know, people didn't mind spouting off during the movie a little bit, and it was funny because my uh, my girlfriend. Well, I guess I can call her my fiance now. Yeah, so. you better. Yeah, congratulations
0: wanna... are in order for for Big Sam.
1: <laughs> thank you. Yeah, I d- I didn't even say anything about it the day before. I was a little nervous and not sure what I was going to do. So I was I was keeping it close to the vest. But yeah, I got engaged over the weekend. So thank you. <laughs> That's a, it's been a fun week. We've been celebrating you know, about every other night. So, um, always, always fun, you know, exciting times, but, uh, you know, yeah, I, uh, it was funny. She'd never seen back to the future. And so she was watching it with this 2020 eyes on it and going, his mom wants wants him what is this this is so gross and i was kind of like defending it trying to be like well yeah this was made 30 years ago it's he doesn't want it to happen he's trying to prevent it from happening right <laughs> so yeah it was just kind of funny watching it with somebody who'd never seen it and, and kind of looking at it from our post me too era eyeballs and seeing it from a whole other perspective where it's like oh it was kind of a fun charming problem before
0: <laughs> yeah Again, but, it's interesting how that how that how that works. Now um, you posted something up in the notes that I really, again, this is a Hulu Plus uh, exclusive, but but is very much in our Marvel Cinematic Universe, or television universe as it is. But Modok. Now I know this is Patton Oswalt as Modok. It seems to be more of a a robot chicken comedy spin, um, but it actually. I'm kind of excited for this thing that I really don't really care about. He's I remember seeing MODOK in like Marvel Universe um, comics where that basically was like the encyclopedia Galactica of of all of the heroes. And I remember seeing MODOK and I was like, this guy looks like such a tool.
1: Mm -hmm. No, I I always thought it was funny that people would theorize he would show up in a movie here or there. Like, I know that at one point people thought maybe that's who. Um, Peter Dinklage was playing in Infinity War mm. and uh, you know I always thought it was kind of silly like what a weird character to bring to the MCU who it's all about trying to make things a little bit more realistic and so I think this is perfect for that you know what it looks like is their version of the Harley Quinn animated show where it's mm-hmm. like, we can play with any character we want. We can play with the lore. It's a comedy. People aren't going to watch this and think, oh man, Iron Man's back. How did he come back to life? Like, no, they they know that this is, and that's one of the things that's great. John Hamm's going to be playing Iron Man. Like, so I can already tell, They're getting good, funny people. I I always kind of judge things based on that when I see a lot of actors or comedians that I think are pretty funny. I go, oh, this this has got potential because I don't think funny people sign up to do things that aren't funny. I think sometimes maybe it doesn't translate. Yeah. I think for the most part, when you see a lot of hilarious people have signed on to something and I think John Hamm has a great sense of humor. Like I have actually seen him at a comedy show where he came to a, uh, an improv show and he was the person they interviewed before the show. And he even did a little bit of improv with them.
0: Well, He was great in Curb Your Enthusiasm. He was only in one episode, but it was a fantastic episode.
1: That's that is one of my favorite Curb Your Enthusiasms. Him acting like Larry. Yeah. Fantastic. I, that's a great season. <laughs> I believe that's the same season as the accidental text on purpose, which to this day, I think is one of the greatest ideas that Larry Davis ever came up with.
0: <laughs> look, you know, the, the guy I, you look, he's a treasure. He really is. I, I wow. was, I was very late getting into curb and <laughs> I, I, I have, I have watched them all at this point multiple
1: times. It feels like a show you have to be kind of, I was gonna say introduced but almost indoctrinated into like it, it takes a minute to kind of understand it's freewheeling yes kind of improv like you know, i didn't know what improv was when i first started watching it so i didn't realize that they were making up their own lines as they went along and so it makes it kind of more conversational and almost look like an actual reality show and meanwhile it's just this hilarious kind of stand in for seinfeld they're doing the same stuff they're talking about unwritten rules and where people, you know, things people do that annoy you, (laughs) and it's just it's so great, I mean, there's it was one of those shows I had to kind of walk my dad through and show him like like watch it with him and when i'd laugh he'd be like oh that's the funny part okay <laughs> and, and i, I think it, i think it was the episode where uh the lady wouldn't stop asking for samples at the ice cream store and he's in line going oh another sample oh, why what yeah. you sample the whole story and he was he was dying laughing he goes oh my god it's me and i'm like, thank you you finally see what's funny about this show <laughs> it's you when you're frustrated about something
0: <laughs> and again hbo max you got it oh
1: um, and he's coming back to this year I believe. I think they got a new season this year.
0: Oh my goodness. Oh, so, well, Sam. Can't
1: wait. Well, speaking, yeah, well, COVID, you know, but Speaking who knows?
0: but <laughs> well, sp- speaking of seasons coming and seasons going. Uh one of the big, one of the big shows that me and my girls would w- just fell in love with, which was Superstore, uh done by Justin Spitzer, I believe his name is. Um, and I don't want to turn this into TV talk machine by any stretch, but uh if you have not seen Superstore, I think it's one of those hidden gems. I guess it was canceled, um, uh, rightly so. I don't think so. It never. It didn't feel like it ever really jumped the shark. But I could see where people might have gotten there. Um, there was a little bit of "they did it" type situation. Um, however, they kind of really took a hard turn on that. But if you get the chance. Uh, it's NBC show. So if you have Peacock, I don't have Peacock. Well, I have Peacock, but Peacock's weird. You know, I don't pay for it. Like there was a free version of it and you could watch. I was watching a bunch of Office episodes just because I was in the mood. And then apparently I couldn't watch it anymore because I, I had reached my limit of amount I could watch. I don't know. But
1: Oh really? I, yeah. I haven't messed with Peacock yet. I didn't know. I, I know that I knew that the the free tier was pretty restrictive, but it almost sounds like it's just a tease.
0: I, and I was halfway, almost, kind of, sort of thinking about getting into Peacock because of WWE. Mm-hmm. However, like if you don't know this about me, I I was very much into wrestling for a long time, and I got way out of it. And over the pandemic a lot of good things have happened, <clears throat> surprisingly so. For me, one of the things was I got started w- watching AEW, which I watch on Hulu, it's on TNT, um, which if you're into wrestling, AEW, Orange Cassidy, that's all you need to know. It's fantastic. Um, but for those that don't watch wrestling, I don't want to you know belabor the point, but I almost... Was thinking like, ooh, what if I got into WWE now? But frankly, I'm I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna steer clear of it. AEW is where to go.
1: I mean, you know, I would argue that most sports have taken a bit of a downward turn in the last year. I mean, we had a shortened baseball season. We had.
0: Well, baseball football. needed the shorter season. I
1: yeah. mean, just, oh, just I actually, I actually enjoyed, that was the one part of it. I didn't mind, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a designated hitter guy. So that irked me. I mean, you know, football, it was a shame that games were getting moved all over the week and players were getting knocked out for a game here or there. Cause they tested positive and, you know, you're seeing it with basketball too. Basketball guys are missing three, four games at a time because of contact tracing. So, um, you know, it's nice to hear that, uh, for you guys that like pretend sports over there, that wrestling still is fun, but
0: uh it's all real to me. It's yeah. all real. And like the beauty is AEW is doing something, you know, WWE really took a hit with, I. you know, I tried to watch it during the pandemic and I just could not get into it. The way in which they were filming it. AEW is at least in an ample theater with people in it. And uh it is, it's exciting. The storylines are, are really good, and they're inventive. And for someone who was really huge into the Attitude Era, um, AEW has something for everyone. And my girls are very, very into it. There's an an insanely interesting women's division, and I highly recommend. And again, we know what it is, and we know what it isn't. But I'll tell you what, when somebody busts open and colors up and gets bloody, you can't you I mean it's it's as good as UFC. Well, maybe, but anyway, it it's in the it's in the pocket.
1: Well, it's it's interesting that you bring up strong women because I oh. think that segues very good into our next subject was we weren't sure if we were gonna talk about this because we talked about this off air last week.
0: Well, we shit on we we basically kind of we sort of shit on the DCEU.
1: Well, it wasn't even so much the DCU. is that I was talking about not liking something. And I was trying to remember what movie did I dislike so much last year that it actually made me physically angry when mm-hmm. I heard someone else say they liked it. And boy, that was Wonder Woman 84. <laughs> I mean, Ooh. I just I honestly I, I it hurt to rewatch it the other day. I to take my notes. I I would like have to take little timeouts and just. I, I had to oh, scrub it. I had to scrub it. Man, yeah, I I, I made myself do the whole thing. I mean, and it, you know, just just starting right from the beginning is you know I I'm a sports fan. Oh, so, this I, is, know,
0: oh, so we're oh, we're hitting two
1: two oh, different two different yeah. pieces. I'm a sports fan, so I, I watched that first scene again and I just cringe going, what is this? What is this Olympics that you guys have created for this movie? It's the run up the jungle gym and dodge the 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 battering ram, diving, horseback riding, archery, running. Javelin throw thing mm-hmm, while mm-hmm. while there's while there's like water dancers all around and people are just randomly cheering whether somebody did something or not and <laughs> it's just hitting flags ugh, and it's just you know so and I I was I, I was all you know I was all ready to love this movie I liked the first Wonder Woman movie I thought it could have been better but I I liked what it was all about and then it just we go into this and she's. She's Spider-Man with her, with her lasso swinging around town. And then she's the flash because she's faster than everybody else. And then she's got the, it feels like uh, when you give something to somebody, they don't understand the character, who the power set is.
0: Sam, let me just stop you for just a second, because you brought the, the the big opening scene with wonder woman as a little girl. Mm -hmm. And that whole montage. And essentially it was an extended montage was just to create one particular plot point that would be somewhat revealed at the end, which is, you know, you can't cheat.
1: Yeah, and I like the the whole truth is. I think it's an important message right now, where people are a little bit up their own asses and not paying attention to what's true. They're, what people are a little bit too invested in their own truth, or oh, whatever that, you know. And so, which tru- is, that's oh, a whole. <laughs> Sam, when
0: people say that it's my truth, that's called oh. my opinion
1: yeah that just makes me cringe when people yeah. say that because yeah. I just go, well, that's so your opinion. yeah, oh yeah, we could go on a whole tangent there, All right. But, so anyway, but we'll I feel like it back. could have but I feel like it could have been a very good message for everything. but instead, you know and, and part of the reason we decided to talk about this today is I kind of thought about this in terms of WandaVision is that where we are with two strong female characters who are grieving over a lost one wanda's loss has been about a week she just saw her boyfriend's Mm -hmm. dead body and she had a little freak out and used a bunch of powers she didn't know how to do and she was able to give that person up and let her not only let that person go but her children she had with them and said goodbye you know for the greater good in this steve trevor's the hero begging her the whole movie to like hey i think you should put me back to to wherever I was, this doesn't seem right. You're like, we raped this poor man's body. We, (laughs) we, we've, you know, and she's just constantly like, no, no. And it's a shame because I actually think Gal Gadot is great in this. I I was watching. Fantastic. Oh, the the
0: first one. Okay. The first one was not as great as everyone claims it to be because the end was absolute horrid. You know, the, the, the main bad guy, I can't remember his name, uh, but it was you know it's Aries or whatever. But you know, you know it's like the sad sack old guy, and it was just like this is the bad guy, Mm -hmm. like it just it felt weird. The end. If if you look at it again with different eyes and or with fresh eyes, you'll notice that the third act is really not as good as everybody claims it to be. I loved it. Two thirds of it, I thought it
1: was great. Mm -hmm. No, I I I I argue that. I'd say kind of both I would lump both Wonder Woman and Black Panther in this is that they're both yes yes they're both super important movies they're both groundbreaking movies they both have amazing stuff in them but they're both kind of B movies that the the last big fight doesn't really like kind of pan out as much as you'd hope like there's a lot of build-up that things get things are great in the first half two-thirds of it and then the second half it doesn't disappoint but it doesn't wow you either yeah it's funny
0: because i I watched black panther just recently because my Mm -hmm. my daughter really wants to like it and and claims that she does like it and you know she likes what she likes i'm I'm, i'll give her that Mm -hmm. um but you're you're right it's they are very much the same vein and i think that's a phenomenal like like observation that taking wandavision and placing against 84 they're both on the same kind of themes and one of them handles it extremely well and very empathetic and very, and interestingly, While well, one mm-hmm. is it, it feels like excess. It feels like, like, you know, I know that people who are, you know, big on the Snyder verse and the Snyder cut, this is, the, these are the big hot button topics, you know, this, this week, you know. As good as Snyder is at certain things, you know, it's nice to have somebody that reins you in. Now, you can have a production, you know, a company that reins you in too much and ed- over edits what you're doing. But I think Patty Jenkins really, really could have, you know, had a little bit more of a collaborative with the people that were around her and saying, you know, I don't know if this works. I
1: think we should cut this. Yeah, and just I would cut the whole appears in a different body thing. That was so weird that I just didn't get it and just it's it, it especially you know this movie is only made in the last couple of years, it brings up all these weird ethical questions that our hero's doing that she's just fine with apparently we just stole this guy's life so i'm fine with it like yeah okay you're our hero <laughs> you No, know, you should and, be feeling kind of guilty and, and, about it and well and just, i don't
0: know what it is with the, with you know it seems like a lot of these movies always have to have two villains and really? i don't think we needed two villains i don't think it made made i don't think it made a good logical sense
1: well, and here you go. Like more, I'm going to give you some more WandaVision parallels she here. That that's one where everybody was just bouncing around, wondering who the second villain was, and we didn't really get it. Unless you want to say it was both Agatha and Wanda that Wanda was really the big villain, and Agatha was poking and prodding her a little bit.
0: I don't buy that Wanda was the really the villain. I mean, I get it that I she think it was enslaved. an enslaved.
1: Yeah, she didn't mean to do that. Yeah. She 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 had a she had a moment. She had a day. Yeah, you know. <laughs> well, so it, I'll accept that. But it's like here's a here's a here's a show that did period comedies like straight up and you know compared to Wonder Woman 84 where everything's supposed to be just a big 80s joke. And, you know, and then here's also let's bring a seasoned comedic actress onto the fold and give her something meaty, Katherine Hahn. Everybody loves her as Agatha, and here we got Kristen Wiig just wasted. Like she is a cartoon character when she shows up. She she wears heels and doesn't know how to stand in them. And oh my god, her briefcase came open, and nobody will help her because everybody that works there's a dick apparently. And it's like, you know, oh here's this person that hired me last week that has no idea who I am. Okay, like what did we not did we not edit this? Did we not do a read through and go well, that seems kind of cartoony? Like as didn't we make kind of a real world? type of thing this last movie why are we going so kind of goofy and it just the tones all over the place where sometimes it's serious and then sometimes she's swinging around grabbing mannequins out of the air to save children (laughs) you know like i don't understand how i know they spent a lot of money on this why why does her saving some kids on a road look so fake
0: well and at the end of the day like but you know in those kind of scenes they just don't have A real emotional resonance. I know what they were shooting for. I know what, what, I know what was supposed to, what the intention was. It's just that it doesn't fall in a very authentic and just really, you know, you've got to think about your audience. You can't just do just to do. It's got to connect. And if it doesn't connect, it either falls flat or it falls Into comedy that it's not supposed to be comedy, and you you you've just got to you you've got to at least test it and say does this work because if it doesn't then we need we need to either reshoot or is this the best take we've got.
1: Well, there was just so many hokey things in it. I mean, those robbers in the mall. I'm going to grab this kid and dangle it over the over the. Yeah, thing. Like, I whoa, know. Whoa, what's your end game here? I mean, I understand you're the bumbling idiot. Burglar, there was a lot but, of virtue
0: signaling in it. And uh, I'm not saying that that's, that's necessarily a bad thing, but done in the wrong way, it but no, but virtue very sig- false. V-
1: virtue signaling. And then we have this weird plot line of steve's taking over this body and they're just treating it like this is ours now no big deal like it's nobody nobody even talks put, about it, it like yeah, what, if we're gonna it, put scenes and hey and if we're gonna put uh warnings at the beginning of, beginning of movies when are we gonna put that here like uh, uh diana prince does some pretty shady uh stuff uh keeps she takes a guy's body hostage yeah, <laughs> and puts her boyfriend in it and uses it for her own pleasure yeah. so yeah, yeah i mean it's just there's, there's just a million little nitpicks i have at this i mean krista would get strong so what she do she goes to the gym and lifts all the weights oh yeah like every other i got strong montage yeah. I, you know or just uh, yeah i mean it's just the whole thing I mean we, we the the plane t- i don't mind the invisible plane but why are we because it's invisible it can uh it can d- fly through fireworks and not get blown up you know? <laughs> so well, look, just,
0: like anybody and, with any kind of half a brain Mm-hmm. that has has been involved and in, like i am very very removed from the military but i lived in a military town for a long time i know that you know those kind of planes they don't have that kind of range i mean it's just it's those little things it's like it just i i will i will suspend disbelief to an extent and then it becomes a problem because i just i like you guys cannot do this like this because it doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense that we're going to a museum and that planes are fully fueled and can fly that's bullshit
1: yeah and just you know a line of dialogue where it just we just flew it here and yeah. it's still fueled up and you know, the pilots walking away fixes stuff like that and it just there's a lot of stuff that just doesn't make sense in it yeah. um the the beginning mall scene she kicks those guys asses for five minutes and then she throws her helmet at the uh at the cameras and it's like the camera's already got you on tape what what are you hiding you know kind of thing or well why, why does she does she, does she learn to fly it looks like she learns to fly so once she i and also realized this partially through is because i i realized at one point she learns to fly she dives down she dives up she's moving around and then she she lassos the lightning to pull herself oh, more. Lord. and i kind of go why did I, I understood what it looked cool when she was like lassoing a plane to like jet herself in the air or you know i i I like some of that use of the lasso i I thought that lasso was definitely overusing it splitting in two and doing all kinds of crazy shit this one but but you can't ape off of spider-man that that hard yeah she was swinging around way too much i was like okay come on relax here and you know and it it was almost uh, it was also more jarring having just watched the snyder cut and then rewatching and then watching this again and being like, where's her sword and her shield? I don't um, understand why that's just gone. You're right. When you, you know, she's going to have it later and she used it at the beginning. So, again, just inconsistent, like continuity out the window for for no, just so you could swing around on that thing more. And then when I saw her lasso off the lightning when she could already fly, I thought to myself, why'd they do that? And then I realized what half of this movie is. It's be- because it looks cool. Yeah. And they, they do that. Like, why does she get the golden armor? The armor would make sense to me if she cool. didn't. What about this? If she didn't have her powers yet and she was trying to defeat Cheetah without giving up Steve, then she needs the armor. But now that she's back to full strength, she doesn't need it. She just flies in because it looks cool. Like, and it's neat. You see in the trailer, like, oh, I can't wait to see what that armor does. And it kind of just gets ripped off her until she beats up uh, – what's her face? And then Chitara. It, like, yeah, and then she takes it off. Like, who cares? It's like yeah. – <laughs> Well, I don't get it. And then the big thing is we watch her throw her lasso at the bad guy, who isn't even really that much of a bad guy. He's just kind of a goofus, yeah. <laughs> that he gets just gets a little overzealous and starts probably being corrupted by that stupid rock. And I guess, and just again, one of the just just the worst you're, you're, child child you're actors reading, you're I've reading, ever seen. You're,
0: you're adding a lot of subtext, and again, I'm okay with like not everything is completely uh handed to you. I'm I'm okay with not being spoon fed, but you got to make strong connections with like what exactly is going on and why do I care about this villain. Good villains, you should be able to relate to in some capacity. And we were almost there. You know, there's an embarrassment of riches, Sam. We you know, we've gotten very used to the MCU having a lot of things that are interconnected. And going back to the Snyder cut. You know, there's that whole s- scene with Batman and Wonder Woman like, like, look, you've been like down low for, I don't know, 30 years, 20 years, whatever it is. But in 84, she popped up, you know, you it doesn't it's not helpful if, you know, you're you're, you're basically you're you're creating a, a lot of different scenarios. And I know that there's a multiverse involved in there with with DC, but like it doesn't connect well. And you have to have some some semblance of connection, not just the character to be connected.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, it just it just and things just don't make make sense throughout the movie. I mean, why, why does Kristen Wiig show up to the White House to? to fight how did you on earth did no you, and, and if you look and see how they knew to show up the white house is because they just were watching a bunch of different tvs and there was just a camera pointed at the street going towards the white house and they were driving towards it they're all oh look there they are and well, it was like what channel are you watching
0: yeah. well no because uh, <laughs> sam apparently there's magical satellites that can turn on every oh. tv across the world that's what i'm saying like it just like well, it and, wasn't hey,
1: thought hey, my, through hey, my, 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 Here's the biggest problem I have. So she convinces everybody in the world to renounce their wish. Even these two people who have said, I'm not going to do it no matter what. And then, so I'm looking at it and go, so Lex Luthor renounced his wish. So every, like the, the worst shittiest person, you know, in the world renounced their wish. Like no. it's, no, that's not, it doesn't, it, it maybe be if it hinged on her renouncing it. Cause she was the first wish. And so here we go, just, uh, um, 20 minutes spitballing it and we're coming up with better ideas here so that's just you know I understand that people were happy about how positive it was and that it was bright and shiny and a little bit of fun but at the end of the day I just thought what a missed opportunity what a disappointment you could have had you know, you could have leaned into the whole Greek God things a little bit more and had it be something with, hey, he's back. Dude,
0: Wonder night. Woman had users. one of the best soundtracks, like when yeah. that, when that guitar riff blows out. Oh, and yeah. It was so awesome. And mm-hmm. I, I'll be honest with you. I'm not sure that that actually ever was used in 84. That, mm-hmm. the you know, the the major. Yeah,
1: like, that, that, that little that drum beat that kind of comes through, you know, yeah. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And it's just, and what, what, you know, think about this, I mean, have her find that rock in the Amazon, because she's an archaeologist or something, you know, just make it more, it just, it just wasn't that interesting. Oh, there was a heist. And now they're At the mall, (laughs) and and she doesn't even find out about it. She finds out about it because her coworker was all pumped about checking out a rock from the FBI. Yeah, and it just, it just, uh, just, and 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 here's like again, I'm I'm trying to watch this this thing about this strong woman, and it's been what seventy years, and she's not over this first guy that she had a crush on type of thing. Like, what did her and Steve Trevor know each other? A week yeah you know so so it's just one of those things where i get it like you know everybody's had that relationship where it's like why is this one taking so long to get over (laughs) you know type of thing like it's not it's not saying that you're not a strong person for for being in love and losing your true love but i also feel like it was just it was so much her being kind of a brat about it and not caring about everybody else that I was just she wasn't that likable in it. Well, like, I
0: guess you know Steve had big dick energy, I guess. I don't I don't know. I mean, it just <laughs> it, it it goes back to that. It's like you know, like I know what you're shooting for, but it's like you know, you she, you know, the idea of this independent woman, but like you really kind of blew her down like a couple pegs because this guy has literally been on her mind for 70 years guys mm-hmm. really yeah.
1: yeah i mean he was he was a pretty swell guy but um you know there's there's more you could have done with that i really feel like so it's just it is what it is it's another one of those dc swings and misses i'm hoping that you know i i'd like to say that maybe that they'd, they'd go back to some of the Snyderverse stuff but now i don't know if you read the latest i guess their Snyderverse people are uh review bombing godzilla versus king kong <laughs> Because they are mad that they're not going back to snyder's original vision and so i don't know i so don't know t- where they go know, from godzilla? here yeah they because it's, it's a wb uh property oh, so it's the, it's the next gotcha. hbo max thing coming out but i mean i don't think they really had to i think godzilla is gonna be when, do, uh, when does that come out i think a couple of weeks Let okay see. i actually have oh the 31st
0: so godzilla and king kong i'm not i've never been a big fan of king kong you know for a while there i remember buying a lot of vhs of godzilla and it was like it was a fun thing i i remember watching a few excuse me a little beer burp um the newest godzilla where basically you don't even see godzilla for a while with it was the one with um what's his face breaking bad um
1: yeah the and then scarlet witch and Quicksilver in it. That's right. And right right after Age of Ultron, they're, they're married and you're like, what?
0: Weird. (laughs) Well, I mean, it was like, you know, there are some certain things about Godzilla and I don't know how we got got here, but like, it it was like, I look at painting of the scene, which is, you know, and just, and there was a really cool scene where like Godzilla, like basically rips open the, the one creatures, like the Kaiju's mouth and just jams the freaking radiation blast down his throat Mm -hmm. and blows his head off. It was absolutely amazing looking, you know, but like I basically fast forward to get to that scene and then I'm just like, OK, cool. Later.
1: Yeah. They did a lot of teasing to get up to that to where I get what they were doing, but it could they could have given us 30, 60, 90 seconds more of the monsters fighting. Now, each time. that
0: movie, I would never pay a premium to get to see, but mm-hmm. because it's on Max, I'll just watch it
1: like thirty oh, yeah. I'll, I'll watch it yeah you know what's funny i like I, I i like the kong skull island i don't know if you've seen that one that's a no. pretty good one um that's Is that with jack move. black no 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 that's from that's that's original king kong kong okay, skull okay. island has sam it has sam Jackson in it so we've got uh we've got nick fury um, okay okay it's okay. got captain, captain marvel's in it uh brie larson um in it, Yeah. Luke, uh, Tom Hiddleston plays like what kind of, Oh yeah. And you know, who's you're the talking
0: best? crazy.
1: Oh, you haven't seen it. You know who the best character in it does all is John C. Riley. He's the best guy.
0: Well, he's always the best guy.
1: Oh man, he play he plays somebody who crashed landed on Skull Island and is kind of their guide, and he's he's great. He's I, I don't I actually don't want to ruin it for you because I think he has the best the best character arc of them all. Well, but.
0: John C. Riley, who was in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, so it's who, all MCU. Oh,
1: and here, I throw one out. Born former, well, not MCU, but former Marvel. Uh, uh, dr doom to toby Kebble or whatever his name is he's in it as well and a few other actors that you've probably seen around that uh, that you'd be like oh i know that guy i know it's it's a it's pretty good movie i i if you like monster any of these kind of monster movies it's it's good so oh john goodman's in it that's i forgot about that as well okay, i can't believe you so, didn't see this yeah. so um and uh so that one's pretty good the next the godzilla movie meh and then godzilla king of monsters i it was it's kind of one of those things where i wish they would cut out 20 30 minutes of the people and then just show me the fights and yeah. I'm good. And so I have always kind of gone to, gone to these movies with a buddy where we go and see them as like unintentional comedies. So, you know, you wait for the first person to say gutsy, you know, and stuff like that and and just, you know, kind of laugh at the stupid human dialogue when yeah, when you yeah, know yeah. when you know it doesn't it's just them trying to like act against a green screen or something. Now,
0: I will tell you that I do have a very well, well number one, I have a high replay value of this which Mm -hmm. i probably watched it i mean probably over 30 times um and i will i will i will stand on the mountain and fight anyone uh about um freaking oh now why is it why am i losing my my train of thought charlie hunman
1: Oh, Pacific Rim? Of course. Oh, I that enjoyed that a lot. I was bummed that the second one wasn't a little bit better. I uh, was expecting more. I couldn't, I couldn't handle the
0: second one at all.
1: I liked the idea that, oh, man, Charlie from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia went crazy and is yeah. opening up portals, but then it was just other robots, and I was like, I don't want to see robots yeah. fight robots. Rim was, fight robots.
0: I just love. Yeah, I, I, I would love to
1: see Guillermo del Toro come back and do another one, but I don't think that's in the... Could we get him to do an MCU movie? Oh, I would love, I would, that's one of those ones where it's just like, pick something from the catalog, Guillermo. You go ahead. Well, what do you want? You know, kind of, kind of like, uh, the guy that did Fargo doing, uh, Legion, you know, I never thought I wanted to see a show about professor X's kid. And then they, you know,
0: it's funny you bring up Legion. I hadn't thought about this, but you know, for those that really, that, that liked WandaVision, I think if you were to go back and watch Legion, I think you would have a bit of, I think there could be a, a, a much more respect for what Legion brought to the table.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I got a kick out of it from day one. That, that was one that I knew I was, I was interested in and I knew if they did it right. And I felt like the thing I liked about it is you guys are here. It is. Sam's talking about mutants and X-Men, but that's fine. You know, they, they did it right. Everybody wasn't super strong. Everybody wasn't invincible and could jump over a mountain. It was, I have this one ability. And well, I mean, he obviously Legion has a couple different ones, so he's a little bit different, but you know, his girlfriend in it can touch somebody and change bodies with them for a certain period of time. The the one guy can have a, a, a lady pop out of his chest or whatever. It's amazing. The, um, Look, you know, I so, used
0: to, I used to drop 25 milligrams and, and of <laughs> edible and just zone out to that show and it was fantastic. It's
1: beautiful. It's well shot. It's got you guessing what's going on. They did they did one of the class most more classic X Men villains of the Shadow King and did him well. And I think that they did the best kind of visual representation of what mind powers would look like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because I think most of the time we're used to seeing professor X put his fingers at his temple and look at somebody and, you know, they're doing it back at him and they're canceling each other out or something like that. Whereas this is, you see his memories have been altered or he's doing something and he thinks something happened and then you go back and you see what actually happened or just, you know, just different little, little things here or there where you go, Oh, this would have been like to, what it would be like to mess with someone's mind where they, they think something's happening and it's not, you know, kind of almost like somebody with a concussion or they're locked locked oxygen in their brain where they, they think they're making sense. And you're like, Whoa, do you know what's happening right now? (laughs) So I think that, and it's, it's a great self-contained story where he is professor X's son. You know, that's not like, it's not a thing they shy away from. It's, you know, they, they play with who's the good guy who's the bad guy you, you, each season kind of ends on little cliffhangers and then after three seasons it's wrapped up with a pretty little bow and it's its own thing it could be it could be in the mcu it could not be in the mcu it could be you know it's it's kind of like just something that you could watch and you don't have to have a ton of knowledge about other shit you can and just that go was into and
0: it. that was on fx which mm-hmm. is fair game
1: because it was on hulu oh yeah no so that's the thing you can go on go on the hulu plus yes and uh watch all three seasons of it check back in with us because i think that's one that i recommend to people especially people like us that are like this nerd stuff it's it's right there like it's it's something different it's not you know it plays it talk it deals with mental health it's not shying away from it um and you know heck, james Clements is in it from uh flight of the concords he's great in it um Oh, who is it from Watchmen that's in it? I can't think of her name right well, now. Well, Jean, Jean Smart is Jean in it. Smart. Jean Smart is who, great. Who was?
0: It. Who was a designing woman?
1: Mm-hmm. And how if, was she? And if if somebody <laughs> knows
0: my history, that is my creamy nugget. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, before we before we get too far into all this, should we should we do a little Falcon Winter Soldier uh, episode too? So yeah, absolutely. I do have to say I had I had some corrections and omissions from last week. Uh, um, by I, the way, I,
0: by the way, did this episode feel like a Wandavision like length?
1: No, you know you said that to me. I didn't think so as much. I thought it was a little less heavy on the action, okay. um, than the first episode, maybe. But you know, it was the exact same episode length as last week's, and I'm sure wow. the credits. I would have. I, t- I, I could. Yeah, I would have sworn up and down that it was thirty minutes. <clears throat> I think maybe more, just more things happened in week one, but I mean, heck a lot happened this week too. So it was, it was, it was crazy. But um, I did say something about Sam being from new Orleans in the comics. He's not, he's from Harlem in the comics, but I feel like this is one of those, one of those good, uh, kind of updates where hey look at we can't have everybody from be from new york that's a superhero occasionally someone has to come from a different part of the country yeah and so (laughs) other than gambit you don't really don't get a lot of new orleans love (laughs) Uh, an area an area i just adore i always i tell people if you like food and booze and music just go to new orleans for three or four days and then come home and detox because it is a great town. But so I'm happy to see that that's, that's one of those things. And then the other thing is we forgot to mention that just the quote of the episode last week is he said, trust me, every time something gets better for one group, it gets worse for another. And I feel like that's that very subtle thing where it's kind of acknowledging just the awkwardness of race and problems that we have with Mm -hmm. it. And I think Mm -hmm. that's something it's slowly going to deal with here. I mean, you know, he's obviously feeling a little jilted about, Given away that shield, and then they instantly just go it away, give it away to the you know next cornbread sniper soldier they had that could. Well, don't get me wrong; he's a he's a whiz with that shield. <laughs> uh, yeah, I,
0: I don't quite quite understand how that works, but. Um, yeah, how do you how do you try
1: it. out for that? And then I don't know. Did he did he try out now? I did hear uh I did see a YouTube where they were theorizing that I don't know if you've seen the trailers, but there's been some trailers of him practicing with the shield, throwing it off kind of some of those bouncy things like they they showed John Walker doing in uh-huh. the Good Morning America footage. Yes. And they're saying that maybe he he actually did like train and try, and maybe there's some flashbacks coming that show a little bit about it. But I don't know. I don't know if that's the case. I mean, obviously he's he's gonna. I think he's gonna end up with that shield by the end of this. But I, I did. I think- I'd
0: love. I love the beginning with mm-hmm. John Walker and getting introspective. Like, what does it feel like to carry this mantle, like mm-hmm. in the locker room before you actually go out and become this guy, and. I'll be having, honest the, with you. having
1: the same problems as cap. Like yeah. I'm just going to meetings and I'm meeting people and shaking hands and taking pictures. And that guy goes, that's the job, man. He's a part of it at least. And he's like, Oh man, you didn't think about it. It's like wanting to be a pro athlete. You don't realize how much time you spend selling Gatorade and signing autographs and taking pictures with people. And we're like, Oh, I just wanted to hit, hit the baseball. It,
0: <laughs> there was, there was, there was a moment where, where Wyatt had said the word, um, he look, look, you know, looks to the other, the other guy, Battle uh, Battlestar, which is a horrible name. Um,
1: but straight and, from the comics though.
0: I'll accept it. Um, but he says never. And I looked at Wyatt Russell and I saw his father immediately. Like mm-hmm. there's not a lot. I mean, I think Wyatt is very much his own man. I mean, he really is, but there are points where it's like, boy you are kurt russell's son
1: yeah no it's when he smiles that i know yeah i go like, oh dude, look at you you got you got your dad's smile man so no i it's interesting because the the first uh week he came out and smiled and threw a wink at the camera and everybody hated him yeah. and then you watch this first part of this episode and he's he's cognizant of the the duty the you know heavy is the head that wears the crown yes he's feeling yes, the pressure yes. he wants to live up to it like he's trying his best but then you know there's also a little dickishness to him he's doing favors for falcon and bucky but it's kind of to get him on their side and you know how did he why did he show up there at just the right time is he is he just glomming on to other superheroes and letting them do all the hard work and then showing up at the end to look glamorous or is he actually a good guy helping out so there's was, there was enough em-
0: there to make me like think is this guy a good guy or not? I mean, it was mm-hmm. just like when he said, you know, stay out of our way.
1: It was, it was really strange. Mm-hmm. No, I, 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 agree. So I thought that, I thought that they did a good job of kind of presenting this guy with a little shroud of mystery. You know, is he, is he as good a guy as he says? Is he, is he just trying, you know, he tells him to stay out of his way. Well, well, you know, what's he going to do? Beat up beat them up because he doesn't get, the recognition, you know? And so I think there's a, there's a weird aspect to him that we haven't uncovered yet. And so I think that's where we're going to see some things kind of progress in the next couple. I I do have,
0: I do have a slight issue with the show and, Mm -hmm. you know, even watching with my girls, which, you know, they're not, they were more about WandaVision than they were about winter soldier. Mm -hmm. Um, but they, they're watching with me. um, this is gonna this is gonna put me into and I'm willing to accept the risk and and the weight that, that what I'm about to say. Um there are some situations where like I and the person I'm gonna bring up is gonna put me in the place of like this fandom menace, alt-right bullshit. However, the girl that's playing this heavy, um
1: she the was also flag smasher lady.
0: Yeah. She was she, in solo. Yeah. I was gonna say she was in
1: solo too.
0: I I feel like when you bring somebody like that to the table, it makes it very hard for me to understand who the villain necessarily is. And if she is, or if she isn't, I don't, you know, she's obviously a pawn in this in some way. Mm-hmm. However, there's, Uh, an element of identity politics that I don't know, I don't understand. And I don't, I'm not able to necessarily just, just go with, because I feel like you threw me the Heinz 57 person. Like we can't determine her race. Barely, you know, we know her gender sort of, but like it just, something is, is just feels really token about all of this. And I know I'm going to get heat for that. And I'm sorry for that, but it just, it feels strange to me. And I don't, and I'm willing to say this is episode two and I don't understand it yet. And she could be awesome, but I just, it, it, I, I rear back and gird my loins a little bit because I don't know what's about to happen.
1: I didn't, I didn't catch that at all because I just, I mean, I get it. Maybe if I understand sometimes when people have a little problem with like the little girl beating up the big strong and i got it she's a super but soldier. It's, it's she's a super soldier and it, it, you know they even called it out a little bit which is funny because you know i feel like that would be a very non-identity politics joke to make if that's what you're going for there you know right. that's well why can't a little girl beat up a guy you know because so you're kind of you know i feel like they're i don't i don't know i don't know if that's what they're going for there but it's also She's playing a character that I'm not quite sure. Is this someone from the comics? Is it not? I mean, I know Flag Smasher is an actual guy character from the comics. So obviously they're riffing on that a little bit. But, you know, I don't know who she's supposed to be yet. So I, I don't know. I, I Like I said, I didn't, I didn't catch that. But if it's there, you know, maybe it is. I, and I'm not I
0: willing to pass judgment quite mm-hmm. yet. But it just it makes me very leery. I know there has been a lot of sprinkling. Of of different things in these episodes, and I'm just it. it I, I worry I, I that that it's going to get overwhelming, but mm-hmm. it seems like whoever is running the show is doing a very good job of 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 mixing things in in a very subtle way and not beating me over the head and telling me that I'm a bad person.
1: Mm-hmm. No, and I think that you know we're we are we are seeing those things sprinkled in. I mean, we are seeing. Two African American people get denied a blank bank loan. We're seeing yeah. uh, a cop Cops pull up, up. Cop pull up, and, yep. and you know, and that's the thing is that that just because it might seem a little cliche, or you know, like oh, we're putting this in. I mean, heck, I've. I live in a small town that at one point the cops didn't like my dad and I drove around with a car registered to him. And guess what? They followed me around sometimes. Yeah. Cops, cops sometimes don't like people. And so, yeah. you know, it's, just, it's not such a, While it might, might might make some people roll their eyes. I thought it was handled pretty well and was a nice little flip that all of a sudden it's like, Oh, well actually we got to arrest Bucky <laughs> and who, yeah, it was I, very I, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, who, again, I, I'm giving again, Bucky I think they're handling just handling it very well. And I just, yeah. I wasn't and me- I wasn't
0: oh sorry go ahead No no it just it just makes me nervous keep going
1: Oh no and that's the thing I wasn't I I wouldn't say I was a huge Bucky Barnes Winter Soldier fan like going back I thought that they could have used a little more fleshing out of his character in the first Captain America movie cuz I yes. wasn't when he I knew he was going to die and so it didn't bum me out that much when he did cuz I just I knew that was something that happened in the comics and so it wasn't you know i didn't like come to love him that much he was a great friend for steve but i wasn't i always thought like oh they could have done more with him And i feel like they're doing a great job of yes it out now that's exactly and what i was going to go like, he's it's hilarious like they, yes i mean uh, i love when they when she break the the lead uh, flag smasher girl breaks red wing and he goes oh i've always wanted to do that <laughs> or what what's the other funny thing well, he seems says like sam
0: is really relying
1: on red wing huh Mm-hmm. and so yeah he's probably pretty bummed his buddy got broken in half so i mean look at it. it's got lasers it's got bullets it's got missiles it's pretty pretty badass little uh drone he's got mm-hmm. there um and then what was but i mean then he's he's also getting the deep stuff where like when they're you think that that comedy set or that, that uh, therapy session is mostly played for laughs. And then when he breaks down and goes, if he's wrong about you, then he's wrong about me. And I was just like, Oh, and he almost, he almost you're crying. Yes. (laughs) Like, like you could, you could, you could hear it. Like
0: again, I don't think Sebastian Stan has gotten quite like, I mean, I think this is really his calling card is this series. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, what's he been in besides Winter Soldier? I mean, I guarantee there's a lot of stuff. However, I feel like he is really able to flesh out and become Bucky in this.
1: Yeah, no, I think he's really getting a lot to do, whether it's him going on a date and joking about his poor circulation and making a joke of how old he is without trying to be like, oh no, I'm actually 106. I, did you not see about me in the paper? I killed all those people, but I'm cool now. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. So um, I think he's gotten a lot to do, um, but I'm, yeah, no, I, I, I thought this was an episode where, you know, like you said, it did seem a little bit not as packed, but then we get all these reveals. I mean, they, they're throwing out super soldiers, Um, which just leads me to believe that we're we're finding some sort of weapons plus program fingerprints somewhere whether it's the hydra version the america version some other country's version that's pumping out this super soldier stuff Um, whether we're going to get a weapons x weapons plus kind of program is yet to be seen but i feel like there's big things that are happening i mean the showrunners already come out and tease that you know and the, the second to last episode's gonna have something big's gonna happen. How um, many
0: episodes do we have of this? Six. Are you kidding me?
1: Yeah, it's because he, he Feige basically said he thought these would be told in six hour stories. And so like you know either six one hour episodes or like WandaVision did uh, nine, you know, half hour ish to forty five minute ish episodes. So they they all come out to like five plus hours of content. So about two movies. Well, so, yeah, it, yeah we're, it's we're, shot we're, like a movie. We're a I mean, it's fantastic. Through.
0: It's, I yeah, mean, even even this this episode, I think, looked just as good as the first episode. I mean, I was <laughs> I was really I was flabbergasted at the action sequences in it. I was like, man, this really looks great.
1: Mm-hmm. And it was funny seeing them fight alongside New Cap and like catch the shield and hand it to him and take a second to be like oh god dang it like like they were so not happy that he was there but it was like we still got to take care of business guys punchy punchy
0: i um i know and like that that, the the scene on 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 top of the trucks i thought was fantastically done and like i'm thinking to myself this is tv i mean i I,
1: it doesn't look like it it doesn't it does
0: it doesn't look like it mm -hmm. i mean that's that's the interesting part about these episodic things that that that, like they're really putting a lot of time into it makes me very excited for for the future
1: um kevin smith had uh robert kirkman on his podcast last week and they were talking about their impressions from the first episode and how as directors all they could do is look at that first scene and be like you spent a whole season on 10 minutes of film there um Wow, you guys are really—they they just saw—they could see the dollar signs because they both were like, "Oh, it looks so amazing!" Like they're—they're they're doing all our special effects budget in one scene here, so they're just—they're just taking it up to another level, and I love it. I mean, it's just—I feel like I'm getting a a third of a Marvel movie every every week right yeah. now, and I mean, and after after this this drought we just went through, it's yeah, so nice. Absolutely,
0: I mean, um, and now now the whole. I am not I will I will go on record I am not the biggest Captain America fan. I mean in fact Oh, I, I never liked say, him in the
1: comics. No, I, it, who it, cares? it was dumb.
0: I mean it was Dope just toast. like toast. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, it, you know, it was the same way as Superman. It's just like okay, what are you you're going to always be the line, the big shining light. But like this whole idea with the with um Isaiah and I can't remember his last name. Bradley, but, I believe. Bradley, yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, to find out that that's a whole thing. I thought was again you're opening up like a whole new interesting segment that Bucky happened to fight when he was in the Korean War. I mean, it's really interesting the way they're the the way they they've been able to use Bucky as this time spanning character.
1: Mm-hmm. I think it's cool that that Bucky has history with uh not scarlet witch uh, black widow he's got history with this other captain america mm-hmm. um got his ass kicked by <laughs> so i think that, and i think he's coming back i don't think that's the only i don't think no we're way. only getting yeah when i definitely. saw him throw that i don't know cigar box or whatever he threw through the uh that tin through the wall i was like "Ooh, this guy's suiting up later he's he's gonna show up and kick someone's ass i think so um i was really because i i was thinking that we might get a one scene oh hey here's who i was maybe a quick little flashback reveal thing but when it happened in the second episode i was kind of taken aback thinking "Ooh, this guy's a bigger character than I just, it just—it feels to me that he's going to have more weight on this as it goes on. Just finding out that there was, there was basically a black Captain America, and then he was imprisoned for years while they tried to figure out how to oh, recreate horrible. Super I mean, a Soldier Serum. Story and totally lines up with his you know when wikipedia right right it lines up with what happened to him in the comics too so um and it was you know Hydra obviously was part of it and so i'm very interested to see where they go with this and his son plays somebody in the new avengers or not his son his grandson uh plays a kind of captain america-esque i think his name is patriot or something like that in the new avengers or young avengers i believe and uh Oh, another thing I found out is that the Torres, the, the Air Force guy that's been helping out Falcon, okay, um, in the comics, he becomes the new Falcon when Falcon becomes Captain America. So are we going to see Bucky die? I don't know. Oh, that's a good question because he – man, is he a tortured soul. I mean, but I, I feel like – They've created a really fun buddy dynamic between these two that I would like to see keep going. Um, you know, think about it. it. It could be you could literally make if if Falcon becomes Captain America by the end of this, you could literally make a Captain America and Bucky uh, TV show, and it's like, wow, well here's Captain America and Bucky, but not like you thought you'd see the <laughs> kind of thing. So I don't, but I mean, I, I could see him sacrificing himself for Sam by the end of this, um, seeing that he. Cap was right. You need to take the mantle. You're the, you're a good man kind of thing. Well, you know, where it's like John Walker looks like he looks the part, but is he a good enough guy to be captain America? And that's what I'm looking for. You know,
0: it's funny you mentioned the whole, is he good enough? Like I found it's one of those situations where it feels like something rang hollow and it was like a one upsmanship is it didn't feel hollow to me, but it was like, like, okay. Like when we saw cap, jump on a grenade like that was a big deal that was a big moment in the storyline and in character specifically and -hmm. then for John Walker to say oh well I've done that four times and I found and he he goes into something that many people might not know and this this involves another podcast a guy by the name of Jocko Willick um and I don't know if you're familiar with him um, he's a big podcaster. He does the Jocko podcast. Um, and he had some vets on that were talking about this. And that's why for me, a very minor thing became kind of major, very fast. Um, John Walker talks about how he used his helmet to capture the grenade. And he did it multiple times. Um, there was, um, it wasn't Fallujah, but it was, it was, um, some vets that were that basically got kind of overwhelmed, um, uh, and, and, and most of them were killed, but one of them specifically, uh, was trying, he said, what do you think, do you think you could cover a grenade? Cause they were kind of talking, you know, like self-sacrifice and, and like the whole kind of Captain America thing. And he said, I think I could take a, a Kevlar helmet to the deck and capture a grenade. And he timed it because they timed how how long it take takes for a grenade to go off, and apparently it it was. A, I'm a, I'll try to link it in in the notes if anyone's interested. It's gut wrenching to listen to, and it and it makes me friggin' weep every time. And like even when I'm thinking about it, it, it gets me kind of choked up. But this this um this marine had basically loaded he he actually did that in real life he put his helmet down on the deck and captured a grenade to save his buddies it ended up blowing it it blew up and it it did it did kill him um there was there there was nothing left but you know it, it was like you know you say those kinds of things and like like knowing reality like it it just felt really weird to me. And that's why I kind of don't trust John Walker.
1: Oh yeah. Well, I always have kind of a theory that the people who really went through some shit, they don't talk about it. No, they don't. They, and the people that do talk about it, it, it feels like somebody that you're stealing someone else's story. and yeah, co-opting steal, steal So, yeah, 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 so yeah. that you sound like a tough guy. So that's kind of where I get off kind of, on that type of thing. I mean, I've had, I've had a good friend that was in Afghanistan and he's told me a story or two, never really bragged about it. You mostly just told me the funny stuff, you know, that would happen on base, you know, not really any of the bad stuff. And, and, you know, when I hear somebody bragging about stuff, I just kind of go, yeah. Were you, were you cleaning the latrine when that happened to someone else? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) One story
0: on the, on the Jocko podcast, like there, there were stories of like, when the guys are basically going, ro- basically using rocks.
1: Well, and think about just a uh, cap. Anytime yeah. somebody said, like maybe tried to give him some praise for something he did. Did you, he ever smile and say, actually it was a hundred men, you know? No, he yeah. would kind of go get that off shucks. Like, Hey, anybody would have done it. Guy, and I, it's, just, and it's I was usually, right like, place, was right time. Team. Yeah, just kinda that's just a hey. I don't I'm not looking for the praise here. Whereas he is kind of a ham. He likes being on Good Morning America. He likes people shouting his name and stuff. So that's where it's kind of like, let's let's see what this guy's all about. I d I don't know. I don't know what he is, but I think that there's there's a lot a lot to be learned here in these next few episodes. So uh, like I said, we're getting we're getting out six of a Marvel movie every week. So it's now they did bring the go pow- fast.
0: They, yeah, they brought the power broker. I did a little cursory research on the power broker. Apparently, I thought it was a group. It is a person. Yeah. Whether or not we see that person, I'll be very curious. We already know we're going to get Zemo. They yeah. that, I mean that was that was alluded to at the end.
1: And I already know Zemo's got something up his sleeve cuz he he heard that camera tick on and looked up and was like "Showtime, baby." <laughs> he's he's been waiting for someone to come visit him in jail. I th- I don't think this is going to go well for I don't know if he still has the the names remembered in Russian to
0: (laughs) yeah. Can, can Bucky be reactivated? That's my
1: curiosity. I don't know. Is he going to go white Panther? Uh, Can I be the white Panther? I I want that name.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know, and they brought the whole white wolf thing, which I thought was very interesting. Apparently that's a, that's a thing, Mm -hmm. but you know, again, I didn't look too deeply into it, but apparently it, it is a thing.
1: I thought it was a great well because they they do call him the White Wolf in Infinity War yes and so and I think it was just a little bit of a nod to the comics but okay I I love that he he's all oh you come back from Wakanda and you think you're White Panther he's all it's actually White Wolf he's like huh <laughs> like yeah. that that's one of those things for us us nerds that have been following this They're, too closely that's such a great little joke
0: yeah Anthony yeah. Mackie is
1: really. You know, Uh-oh. I didn't This watch- is their buddy cop movie. I yeah. mean, this is when I was watching those two those the, on my rewatch of watching them in uh in the warehouse kind of tracking the trucks. I was like, this is Murtaugh and Riggs. This, <laughs> this is Lethal Weapon or one I'm guy okay wants with to, that. Yeah, the one guy wants to go running at him with his metal arm shooting bullets and the other guy wants to go, "No, wait a minute. Let's uh, see what hey, happens."
0: <laughs> can we can we talk about something real quick? Yeah. All right. Did you have an issue with bucky just jumping out of a plane
1: uh, i thought it was a, i thought it was a little silly okay um you know i i get it he's got a metal arm it, it gets into that weird comic book physics of yeah that's nice you have a metal arm but it's still attached to your very human body um, i mean I, and he's a super soldier but yeah it was it, it was definitely one of those things where I'm glad it didn't I'm glad it didn't linger on it for too long to think about it it was it was silly yeah. but I, I again you know one thing that we think is silly over a 6 hour movie is fine with me it's okay. not it's not like it's wonder woman where it's riddled with them where I'm like oh, this took me out of it and this is taking me out of it and then yeah. oh, god this this bothers me so yeah but i mean i don't think there's a i mean i like that everyone's talking about the big three that cracks me up even though it's like we're talking about the big three and we're not you know you're the hulk isn't in the big three cap isn't in the big three so they're kind of they're kind of ignoring that whole super soldier thing like maybe it's one of those things where they thought that was a myth that couldn't come back and here it is it's it's back alive and well so we'll see where they go i'm i'm excited to go i don't and i like that it's not too much of a mystery box we're finding out little bits and pieces but they're not they don't seem to be setting up a million things that they're not. They're going to have trouble paying off. Yeah, it
0: almost line. has has. Uh, I, I say this very very. I, I'm careful to say, it almost feels procedural. Mm-hmm.
1: What is TV? I mean, well, it's no, going to no, be able- like a
0: proced- like a procedural like detective show
1: oh yeah well you know I was also thinking just literally shopping today I was thinking about the show and how it's kind of funny that I'm so trained to watch the credits and hope there's a little post credit Mm. scene but in this kind of day and age of television the last scene of the show usually is kind of what the post credit scene would be I mean you know put Zemo in the post credit scene and there you go but it's just kind of how shows are made now where they want to leave you hanging a little bit so it's kind of like you're not going to get that post credit scene stuff until the back half Um, we can't we can't do it every episode it's just not going (laughs) to work
0: if you are observant and you're watching the end credits those end credits are changing from episode to episode Mm. and i highly recommend that you watch that because the first episode john uh walker's eyes are etched out with red paint and here and in episode two they're not um so they they are very much being very transformative in those end credits that so i i i I tell everyone please just be be detail oriented and 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 watch the credits because i think there's something to that
1: i feel like that's one of those things where i don't have the patience for it but it's like hey reddit can you guys watch these and break it down and tell me what why these are changing yeah Yeah. yeah. about an episode or two they'll be like oh mephisto mephisto's here (laughs) you know that was the worst
0: like I was Uh, I got caught
1: well they definitely had some teases that that could be you know that they were dropping the the devils in the details and they dropped some hints about it so I'm and you know I think that he was even in the the Funko Pops. So, of course, whenever something like that happens, people are that's the first thing people look to for spoilers is the toys. It's a that damn Lego set. I'm still mad at for ruining Giant Man for me in Civil War because when it came up, I was like, oh, here it is. And I was like, oh, this would have been such an exciting, it was exciting to see, even though I knew it was coming. And I just I like, want—I oh. cool, want a cool ghost rider. Oh, yeah. I think, I think we're going to get, I think a lot of rights are going to be wronged over the next 10 years. I think we're going to get a lot of characters that maybe weren't done justice the first time around that we're going to, we're going to be loving to see. I mean, heck, I just, give me a CGI beast with Kelsey Grammer again, and let's fix this. Let's fix these X-Men. Let's fix the ghost Rider. Let's, you know, even, even the stuff about the defenders that we didn't like, let's get a good iron fist. Let's uh well, you know, and it's funny
0: because with the Modoc stuff, that leads me to believe, and I don't know how dirty Modoc is going to be, or if, mm-hmm. if if it is at all but it gives me an uh, a hope that maybe we're going to get daredevil inside of hulu perhaps maybe even you know punishers getting freaking heat right now not as much as it as it did earlier in the summer but you know i wouldn't mind if they if they thought about doing punisher again we'll see i don't you know i don't know but
1: Well, the thing that I, I think that's great is that I think they're not afraid to bring the... After seeing the whole Evan Peters thing and J. Jonah Jameson, they're not afraid to bring some of these actors over from the other universes and have them play some of the same characters. So I'm hoping that maybe we get to see some of that. Like, I don't know if I want to see more Vincent D'Onofrio Kingpin or not. I thought he did a good job with it. You know, I, I personally we do. like the, that. That's that, that the answer to that is yes. Well, we do. well, the only, my only problem with it is I, I really do like the, the comically large Kingpin, like that we see in into the spider verse where okay. he's as wide as a Buick, like, two Buicks by (laughs) like like Bill Sankovich. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the only, my only complaint about uh, D'Onofrio is he's a big guy, but he's not that big a guy, but who is that big a guy? I mean, you know, what are you going to have two guys in a trench coat with somebody's head popping out of the middle? So um, it doesn't translate to the big screen quite as well, but yeah, I mean, I, I would love to see most of those characters return and really I think Finn Jones probably could have been okay at it if he just had a little better script and they decided to actually teach him how to, Kung Fu somebody. <laughs> mm. So I think that pretty much wraps up our Falcon. We don't really have a lot to put on that. But you got anything you've been watching this week? What's on your What's on your uh, What's on your Plus watch list for, for at the Mo's house?
0: Okay, right now, I mean it is solar opposites. Um, mm-hmm. That's for sure. Um, I don't have anything that is high priority this week that I can mm-hmm. think of. Um, I think that's really it i mean like i really kind of blew my wad on on solar opposites
1: this week um yeah i, I was kind of schizo this week i got a weird list uh we we watched that movie i care a lot on netflix I how, what you did you think of, of that i liked it you know now i heard some people say that it's like oh you're gonna hate the main character but you're gonna love her by the end i hated her the whole time i i never ended up liking her but it's a good movie i mean peter dinklage is good in it um God, I can't remember the main actress's name, but she's the she's the wife from Gone Girl. She's good in it. Um,
0: yeah, I can't remember her name offhand. I, I swear yeah. I should.
1: I keep wanting to say Rose Byrne, and I'm like, no, that's that's Moira Meggerr from that. I mean, she was she,
0: she was pretty good in in Jack Reacher too. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: So yeah, I mean, it's it's a good movie. Um, yeah, I'd say just watch it for yourself. It'll definitely open your eyes to some weird stuff. But it's I, I enjoyed it. Um, I watched the paintball episode of community.
0: (laughs) Uh, I've heard that the seafood industry, I think it's called sea conspiracy, something around. It's basically on Netflix, uh, discuss it's a documentary about the seafood issues in, um, or just the overfishing in the ocean. Mm -hmm. So basically another documentary to scare the hell out of you. Um,
1: Oh, I I already watched John Oliver every Sunday and he did a thing about plastic last week that it's just every week, at least it's not a Trump update every week, but now you get into these things where it's like, hey, did you know 90% of the plastic is not recyclable? And, you know, only 9% of plastic we use actually gets recycled because you throw the bad stuff in with the good stuff and it contaminates the recyclable stuff. And it's just all this night. I feel like John Oliver is the king of. I love him. Don't get me wrong, but he's the king of telling you the worst news ever about something you didn't know was bad news. It's like yeah. finding, finding out that crosswalks are killing children or something <laughs> like that. And just like, and guess what? There's nothing we could do about it. We made this law that says they have to kill children. And just like, damn it. What do we? Oh God. I'm feeling is this It's a Sunday night. I'm supposed to go to bed now. What have you done to me? John? So I watch him every week. And then the only other thing I think that I, I watched, I did a rewatch of there will be blood. Um, uh, Ooh. fell asleep to that okay um kind of a just a, one of those movies that i'll watch once a year that i get a kick out of um and
0: uh yeah i think i don't think anybody's ever put that like i get a kick out of there will be blood
1: <laughs> well he's he's a crazy he's a crazy bastard it's okay you okay. know you know it's seeing him seeing him go from getting to punk that uh religious guy to then he, he has the upper hand he has to go get baptized and let him slap him around <laughs> little bit you know it's
0: funny because i watched i watched uh no country for old men Mm -hmm. and so in the same vein i got very excited about watching that even though it is a slog you know yeah you know very slow there there's there's there are movies that take it out of you by watching them and i have to like like there, are like there are certain ones i have to like i have to be in the right mood to get involved with
1: I would say those are both similar movies in that they maybe take two or three days to watch because you only want to watch them in chunks. And you're like, okay, I can I can take a break here. I can I can watch the rest of this later. And then, oh, and I watched my favorite episode of Harley Quinn, which is uh, you're a damn good cop, Jim Gordon. And and
0: that's on that's on. HBO That's on the max, max as okay. well. Yeah, okay.
1: I, I I cannot scream from the rooftops high enough to to watch it. It's King Shark is hilarious. Clayface is hilarious. The whole episode centers around Clayface gets his hand chopped off, and Jim Gordon keeps the hand as evidence and is questioning it. And they become best friends, and he he doesn't want to let him let him out of his sight because they they want to spend the rest of their lives together. <laughs> Speaking of
0: which, is Suicide Squad also going to go to max?
1: It is. So we'll get to we'll get to do that one the day it comes out. I, I'm. We didn't even talk about that trailer. And it's funny because I showed a couple people that trailer. I said, "Hey, do you guys want to finally see Harley Quinn in the good movie?" And uh, the people I said, "I was like, I like Suicide Squad." And so I was like, "Okay, well, you know, that's no. Nice. You didn't this 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 one will be good." I was like, "Trust yeah. me." I was like, "King Shark looks." I did, which I didn't realize, Sliced Loans playing King Shark.
0: Well, Steve Agee is the body for him. And see, yeah
1: that's a lot of people thought steve Agee was gonna be king shark and he i guess he's also playing a tech like there's yes. the guy that yells out we got an and kaiju up in here yes something yes. like that he's playing that guy as well so i was glad to see he actually had a, a role and was because i was bummed to see that sly was doing the voice but if it's just going to be the shark that can barely talk it's like well perfect yeah 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 <laughs> but no i think you know James Gunn is great. He does great with the Guardians movies. Um, I'm bummed that that whole stupid, obvious joke tweets from 20 years ago thing got him even the least bit in trouble. I think that that's the, the laziest gotcha thing that's going on these days is taking something that you could tell was obviously written in jest and trying to act like it's a political statement. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like it happened at 2 a.m. on Twitter. He was probably drunk. Get over yourself. Yeah, calm down. Yeah. Nobody said something awkward when they were, when they were tired or ham, you know, no, just, uh, I, never. I, I, yeah, no. I, I feel like that that's, that's one of the things that we we, we lose a lot of, uh, you know, we lose a lot of people politically when it's, it gets bogged down into just a word and it's like well hey let's let's worry let's worry let's worry more about like just driving around today let's worry more about these encampments of people that are living on like freeway exits (laughs) and less about about, less about like the the pronouns and the whatever you know just the word as much as i think words are very powerful representation matters um how you show people in Media matters, but at the same time, I feel like we have to prioritize our problems a little bit better than that. And we're all all in the same blue sphere. So, everyone just watch Queen's Gambit and then talk to each other about it, and you'll be in a better mood. There we go. There we go. (laughs) Where's the live? And
0: if you guys out there have some stuff that you're watching, feel free to let us know on Twitter, Um, ping us. You know what, Sam, we'll probably end up, we won't do it today, but we'll make it, we'll make a email account just in case someone wants to, you know, let us know all the things that we have are wrong about, um, and rant to us. It's not going to be today. And, but maybe by episode three, we'll release whatever our, our Gmail will be. And I'll Hmm. probably be WOTP, something or other. Yeah. Um, So
1: hit us up on Twitter though. I mean, I'd like to know is there something out there streaming that we don't talk about that yeah, you think that we should know gem? about? Is there something that maybe everybody knows about that you just finally watched this year? I just I was, just, was at a barbecue this weekend where somebody was talking about, hey, I just watched Game of Thrones. And I was like, oh, how'd you like it? They're like, I loved it. <laughs> and you know, it's, that's the thing is that some people like having eight seasons of a thing that they can watch all of it in two weeks. And then they got the whole experience, didn't have to wait. And there's some people like us that kind of enjoy this week to week slow burn and you know it's not i watched it all and it's gone i mean my my stepmom just uh my dad finally got my stepmom to watch the sopranos and she said with about six episodes left she started getting sad because she's like oh we got six episodes left (laughs) so i love hearing about people that watch that for the first time i like hearing their impressions of it and so if there's something that you've been uh on your to-do list i know i know i probably got a couple of things that i could probably could have gotten through this year with i've only gotten through about nine ten seasons of top chef on hulu so far and i also have advice for people that if you're deciding to watch a, a cooking show or a competition show like that watch it from the beginning because you'll if you go backwards you'll see some all-star seasons and then when you get to the their original seasons you realize oh hey they didn't win this year, did they? And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden you get to the finals and it's two people facing off. That you are like, oh, well, shoot. I know who wins now. Dang. Yeah, <laughs> so, I,
0: I, I think that's why I got caught up in that glass blowing competition uh, on Netflix. Ugh, mm-hmm. That was a whole nother thing.
1: But it's like, yeah, those are addicting, those cooking shows. Like if you want to watch MasterChef, I think all of it's on YouTube. You know, so they're 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 pretty easy to buzz through, especially oh. when you're when you're looking for something that you could kind of. Read the read Twitter while you're watching it. There, there's <laughs> drama and learning all at once. Hey, I like to cook, so I have I've, I like learning a thing or two. Absolutely, I, I I get a kick out of being like, Oh, I think they won, and I couldn't taste their food. It's cracks me up that I think that I could yeah, 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 <laughs> judge yeah. it based on just looking at the plates. Like, I've been mm. there, I've been there, I've been there, I've been yeah. there. That's not medium rare, <laughs> right? Or like, Oh, well,
0: because it's not medium rare, that's wrong. Ugh, come on. <laughs> well folks i think it's about that time for us to to split out Mm -hmm. leave a like leave a leave a review feel free and we will talk at you very soon see you next week
1: bye guys